Welcome to Following the Way. We're a podcast that's all about following Jesus and learning his way for our lives. We believe that scripture reveals this way and invites us to follow. We're glad you're with us as we seek together. Well, hello everyone and welcome to this podcast. Not sure if you can hear it, but uh, I have my window open right here and the wind is whistling through the trees right behind me. The sun is shining and it's just a glorious afternoon where we are and as we get into this podcast. We have been looking through the letters to the churches uh, in the uh, book of Revelation or the Revelation to the Apostle John uh, found in the first couple chapters in that letter where Jesus speaks to individual churches and reveals what he's seeing in them. And so we are uh, now coming to the church in Sardis, which is the fifth church to receive a letter from Jesus. I want to just remind us before we get into this specific letter, what these letters are for us. They are they are given for our good, to help us follow the way of Jesus and to grow in maturity. And they, they reveal potential warning signs in them, danger and sin that can be present in the church and in the lives of people. And they, they reveal how to live for Jesus amidst a godless and secular culture. And You know, as much as that was very prevalent in the first century in the Roman Empire, it is also very prevalent in different ways, but uh, in just as important and crucial ways as it was back then. And so these letters, they also, they reveal the presence of Jesus amidst the churches and his involvement with us, which can be transformative, certainly for us, but can also be sobering when he reveals what needs to change. And so... Our, our heart in looking through these letters is that we would be hearing what Jesus is saying to us today, that we would be looking at these and asking him, how does this relate to us? Holy Spirit, what do you want to speak to us? Because the constant invitation in these letters is to be listening to what the Spirit says to the churches. That's the phrase that's consistently um, spoken over every church by Jesus. And we need a desire for this. And then we also need to be intentional in seeking to listen and responding in obedience. And having said that, it also reminds us that the Lord is always speaking to his church. This, that is not the question whether or not he's speaking to his church. The question is whether we are listening or not. And Sardis was a church that was in desperate need of listening to the spirit. The rebuke to this church is sudden, but it's to the point. And so I want to, I want to read, um, these words that Jesus speaks over this church before we get into it, uh, to give us the context for what we're going to look at. So to the angel of the church in Sardis, write, these are the words of him who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up, strengthen what remains and is about to die. For I have not found your deeds complete in the sight of my God. Remember, therefore, what you have received and heard. Obey it and repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief and you will not know at what time I will come to you. 
Yet you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes. They will walk with me dressed in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes will like them be dressed in white. I will never blot out his name from the book of life, but will acknowledge his name before my father and his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So, as I said, this letter is, this rebuke is sudden, but it's to the point. This church, they appear to be one thing. They have a reputation that is not reality. And Jesus says they put on a good show. They have a good appearance, seeking to be known for their deeds, which cover what's really happening or not happening. And, and up to this point, it's interesting because all of the churches receiving letters, they've had their rebukes, some very strongly, but they've also received words of encouragement and commendation from Jesus. And Sardis doesn't. There's nothing. Apart from a reference to some in the church having not gotten involved with sinful behavior, there's nothing that Jesus reveals as pleasing to him. The church is... They seem to be living on what others think of them, what the outside world or outside perspective commends them for. This church, they seem to think that they're doing pretty good, but Jesus is not pleased. Their identity is not rooted and sustained in obedience to him. And what's striking is that by the world standards, this is a healthy and successful church. They're doing stuff. The reputation is of a church that's alive. But Jesus says, you're dead. Jesus tells them to wake up. Or, you know, in biblical um, themes, it's, it's speaking about being alert, being on guard, being watchful. Wake up. This this may also speak to the New Testament theme of those uh who are in the light are awake, they're alert and self-controlled versus those who are in the dark are equated with those who are asleep, who belong to the darkness. And 1 Thessalonians 5 talks about that. And Jesus, he, he alludes to the fact that most of the church in Sardis, the majority of them have soiled their clothes. They've, they've engaged with the filth of the world around them and are, are keeping a foot in both camps. They're, they're in the world while claiming life in Christ and it's dangerous deception. We convince ourselves that this is okay and we get sucked into what others say about us and reputation. And Jesus is calling the church back to allegiance with him. Like the few that haven't embraced the sinful behavior of the world around them. He says there's a few of them that have not soiled their clothes. Now, we don't know specifically what those in Sardis were getting mixed up in. We don't have many details or hints on that. Um, you know, we could make some guesses and maybe even some logical guesses. But what it comes down to, and I think this is the point that Jesus is making, is that it's what they're doing isn't necessarily as important. It's not as to the fact that the church wasn't alive in Christ. They were not living a vibrant, passionate, surrendered faith to Jesus. They were content with reputation rather than relationship. And, and, and the scary thing is you would not have entered the church in Sardis and been immediately aware that this church was dead. 
from all accounts, the initial impression would have been good, but they, they were lacking a living relationship with Jesus. And in some respects, this is what it comes down to in the church for us, relationship with Jesus. And Jesus, he tells the church that they need to remember what they have received and heard. And he says, you need to remember it and you need to obey it. You actually need to foster obedience to it and repent. And Jesus says, if they do, he doesn't promise them any rewards other than their salvation. Because this is what really matters. This this is not about rewards. I think what Jesus is reminding the church in Sardis is, this is about relationship with me. This is where it really gets down to it. It's about relationship with me. And, and this is the question for us too. At the end of our lives, what really matters? Acknowledgement before God the Father and his angels should be probably high, if not topping the list, right? It should top the list. And, and the warning that Jesus gives if they refuse his warning and they continue in their slumber is very sobering as well. He he promises, he says, I will come like a thief. Now you might go, well, I, th- I thought the devil came as a thief. So why is Jesus making that reference? Well, the citadel of Sardis was regarded as impossible to capture in the first century. The, the city had never actually been captured by uh, a frontal assault. And, and if the church, what Jesus is saying is if the church responds to his words in the same way and dismisses them, like as if to say, we, we, this, this will, will never, this will never happen. Well, he reminds them about this because Sardis actually had been captured more than once by stealth. And Jesus is reminding the church of this reality that like the city He is not going to allow this in their lives to continue if they want to dismiss what he's saying to them. And and so this this is also really helpful for us in reminding us that this is not just speaking about, you know, far down the road, judgment and the Lord holding us responsible. What he's saying to Sardis, and he said this to the other churches, is that He's speaking to them in the moment. He's speaking to them in the here and now. And he's saying, this needs to change. This is what you need to pursue. This is where your focus needs to be. And so the question is, do we ever stop to think if Jesus would rebuke the Canadian church in these days? What what would he say to us? Would we be commended? What, what would Jesus rebuke us for? Do we even have room for such a Jesus in our theology? And if not, what do we do with these letters in Revelation? But the Spirit is speaking to the church in these days. The Spirit has always been speaking to his church, has always been and is speaking to his church. And so one of the questions for us again is, are we asking for ears that hear? As Jesus invites the church in Sardis and elsewhere to do. Now, this is important too. 
because Jesus, he always, he introduce, he introduces himself in specific ways to each specific church. And to Sardis, if you remember what we read there, he introduces himself as him who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. Now, the seven spirits of God, we read later in Revelation 5, is the seven eyes or the seven spirits of God which are sent out into all the earth. So this is speaking about how God through his spirit is always watching and aware of what's going on. And what he's saying to Sardis is, I'm aware of what's going on. You might think that I'm not, or you may be so wrapped up in your reputation that you don't think that I know what's going on. And the Lord's saying, I see it all. I know what's going on. And he would say the same to our church and the churches right now in Canada. I'm aware of what's going on. I see what's going on. And he's saying, like the church in Sardis, if there's things that remain that need to be strengthened, strengthen what remains. Before things, before those things die, strengthen what remains. Let's be pursuing relationship with Jesus. It's not reputation that matters. It's relationship with Jesus that matters. And Jesus sees all things. He knows all things. And so we need to be asking those questions and we need to be seeking to hear the Spirit in these days and what he's speaking to us as the church. And may we have willing ears to hear. May we have receptive ears. May we be pursuing and seeking after the Lord and asking him to speak to us so that we hear him with clarity in these days. That's my heart. That's what I'm designing for myself. And um, I trust that that's the same for you. And that's what I'm, I'm hoping and praying for those of us who are listening to this. Be blessed. We will be back on the next podcast. We've got two letters to go uh, in this series, looking at these letters in Revelation. And then uh, we'll probably take a bit of a hiatus over part of summer on this podcast, uh, unless the Lord gives us another idea. But uh, two more letters left to wrap up uh, looking at what Jesus is speaking to the churches. So until next time, bless you and uh, may the Lord be with you.